everyone. Welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. We have a, a cool show planned for you. We, I called a late audible. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Welcome in my podcast co-host. He is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall, coming to us from the Big L. The Big L. What's up, there you guys? Go. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, <laughs> so here's here's the audible that I called. We were going to talk about an article on uh, two four seven Sports about the biggest revenge games of the year. But you know what? I thought that maybe tonight we could take a little little step back in time, just a little bit, and we could look at some of the years gone past, and we could talk about something that is interesting to me because there's been a lot of great ones. What I mean by that is, who do you think are the top running backs in SEC history? Now, the SEC goes back a long way. And we can we can go team by team and talk about some of the great running backs from every team. But we're going to get into that in a moment. But I thought it might be nice to have a little little retro Wednesday there, Jackpot. That's pretty fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, looks uh, trying to pin it. Daniel Gregory already over here, softy as fuck. GBO, hush, we own you. I mean, what? <laughs> We haven't even talked shit to them yet. It's like already going on the defensive. <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> now, see, we we give Peg and Megan grief, but that is a top five comment right there. Tim Tebow is a top ten running back. Very good, sir. Very good. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. All right, anyway. So we'll get into that in a moment. Let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. Daniel said, one. oh, not you, Jackpot, Bluegrass <coughs> Media. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on then. Carry on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. Go by, get yourself some retro, uh, retro video games. Drink some cold beer. Great food, great people at Callaway's. Uh, Callaway'sBarAndGrill.com. Also, story time with Uncle Jackpot brought to you by DNC Trucking and Transport. Dennis Wilson, by the way, watching online, says, quote, my circumcision is better than yours. Okay, Dennis. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, story time with uh, with Uncle Jackpot here, brought to you by DNC Trucking and Transport. And yeah, I circumcised him. It was a short <clears throat> job. Oh, Jesus. Um, bad mouth our quick, sponsor. Really quick. Um, anyway, uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Um, we are truly Clemson wannabes. We continue to add Clemson baseball players to the mix by the truckload. Um, just, uh, searching to be relevant. Uh, we are truly a shithole. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. Yeah, by the way, South Carolina has uh, two national championship trophies in, uh, what is it? It's, uh, we're, I'm trying to think. Is your They have two more than Clemson does. You're exactly right. And you know what? Uh, no one gives a shit because right now you're getting Clemson rejects to come there and play baseball for you. No, so. uh, what we're doing, it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, like Nick Saban uh, picks up those uh, shitty coaches. Uh, as like and, and has like a coaching rehabilitation program for people like Butch Jones and um, uh, Bill O'Brien and Steve Sarkeesian and folks like that. That's what we do at the Mecca. The real, are you, re are you still calling these Clemson? We're, we're rehabilitating these poor Clemson uh, individuals. They'll all be hitting 300 this time next year, so you know. Dennis says he needs a little more emotion from you, sir. Just a little more. Just a little more. I mean, you know, just saying. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about these SEC running backs. And, Jackpot, when you think SEC running back, what's the first one that comes to your mind? Mike, uh, Mike Davis. <laughs> uh, um, wow, shit. Um, probably Herschel Walker. 
you know, the first one that comes to my mind, I mean, Herschel Walker's right there, and I'm not trying to piss off you Georgia fans, but I think Bo Jackson. Yeah. I mean, uh, at, at, I mean, you can't really go wrong with Bo Jackson at Auburn, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's yeah. that's a pretty solid one there. And uh, I, I'm going to – Jackpot, I need you to cover your ears for just a second, like uh, if you were a kid and I was going to say some curse words because the name I'm going to say right now may hurt your feelings. All right. Darren McFadden. Okay, go ahead, Jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn says George Rogers. That's pretty good. Mr. Boogie says Marcus Lattimore. Compete in the SEC, though. <laughs> that that's a very valid point. They were an independent at the time, but uh, Marcus Lattimore is probably the best Gamecock running back of of the SEC era. I would I would venture to say Mike Davis is probably right there at number two, but. You gotta look at Demetrius Summers too. Demetrius Summers was a hell of a running back for South Carolina. Yeah, he just couldn't he, keep he his shit together. He didn't, he didn't realize his potential. Neither did, neither did Derek Watson. Um, Derek Watson, that's another one. Uh, Derek Henry was a beast at Alabama. Uh, more recent ones, I'm trying to think of. Um, mm-hmm. Shit. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, some other some of the other names that. Uh, the name that will not be spoken because it may send jackpot into a tizzy. Um, you got to look at Herschel Walker. You got to look at Bo Jackson. I looked up something on Bo Jackson earlier. There was an interesting stat. Hold on just a second here. He holds the SEC record with, uh, at the time of this piece was written, at 6.62 yards per carry for his career. So think about that. Every time he touched the ball, he was getting six plus yards a carry at Auburn. That is pretty damn, pretty damn solid, sir. Pretty damn solid. Um, <clears throat> LSU fans may say Marshall Falk or Kevin Falk. I'm sorry. I'm going to say Marshall Falk. Kevin Falk who played in the, in the mid nineties there. He was a, he was a hell of a running back as well. Right well, there in the mix. Net, uh, more recently too. <clears throat> also yep. too. Uh, Brock says, did Demetrius Summers pass away? I, I don't know about that. So I, I don't want to put something out there that may or may not be true. Emmett Smith at Florida. Yeah, you're definitely there too. Um, he, he was, he was a solid running back as well. Uh, Peg and Megan says Emmett Smith hit on my girlfriend while he was at Florida. She had no idea who he was and told him to go to hell. True story. Huh. <clears throat> I can buy that. Thomas says uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I can get into that too. But in the end, though, uh, on Twitter, folks following us at Rob Sounds Good, Hog Crazy says, LOL, girly, and not even mention McFadden. You're drunk. Sir, I did mention McFadden. Try to pay attention, sir. We just don't say that because Jackpot, the last time that that was mentioned, was uh, Jackpot damn near had a stroke. And I didn't want to do that to my friend this evening. So call me. Felix Jones and and uh, <coughs> and uh, Darren McFadden. Eric Twine, Travis Stevens, Travis Hint, who? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're we're not even talking about the Alabama running backs, Mark Ingram, and and and, and guys like that that were. Just what was the other really, guy's really name? Rick, Trent Richardson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was good. Um, there, you know, an Alabama running back that that uh, that st- name sticks in my head. And if he didn't break his leg in the championship game, Clemson wouldn't have won that national title. Was uh, Bo Scarborough? Scarborough was yeah. a hell of a running back. And Clemson fans get pissed when I'd say that, but if he didn't break his leg, and I think it was the second quarter of the championship game, the the year they won it with Watson. Uh, Clemson may not have won that game. And I I stand behind that because, I mean, Scarborough was eating them up at the line of scrimmage. I mean, he he was running through two and three tackles at a time. So Bluegrass Bluegrass Sports Media, of course, mentions my friend Benny Snell. Benny Snell. Fuck Benny Snell. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, Eric's got a good one with Derrick Henry, yeah. You can definitely get into that one, too. I already mentioned that, but yeah. The Comrade says, it's why that national title has an asterisk next to it. Just shut up, Comrade. 
you, you don't get to talk about national titles with asterisks next to them. I don't want to hear your shit. Just saying. Jamal Eric Lewis is Brown another good one, too. Alvin Kamara when Lyle chose to play him. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I can get into that, too. What was that guy's name? What was the guy's name? Uh, um, Jalen Turd. Uh, the it was Jalen Hurd, but I call him Jalen Turd, the one that was like riding on the stationary bicycle at the game against South Carolina, and he wouldn't go in the fucking game uh, when Lyle told him to get in there, and um, like he quit the next week or something. Yeah, uh, I think you got to put Todd Gurley in the mix. Would you agree as, as a top ten running back in the SEC all time? I think he's right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's you know, not. You know, it's it's uh, it's strange. Uh, old uh, Zamir Zeus, Zeus, is he back again this year, or is he or is he gone? I think I think he graduated. Georgia fans, help me out with that in the chat room. He never did. Um, he never did amount to much. He was always always injured. Unfortunately, he was a he was a beast in high school. Cadillac Williams. Uh. Pagan says he's gone. Brock with another quote of the night. Chris Rodriguez, the dude is fast on and off the field. Just ask the cops. <laughs> Cadillac Williams. Do you remember a I young remember man him. who played for South Carolina that then transferred to Auburn and, and ended up doing a pretty good job there named Kenny Irons? Kenny Irons is a hell of a running back, too. Played pretty well, yeah. Do you remember a young man that was the, the uh, third all-time leading rusher at Kentucky, played from 93 to 95, Mo Williams? Mo Williams was good, too. Mo Williams 1600 was 1,600 yards in 1995. I didn't know he had that many. Holy shit. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah I just looked that up before the show uh, because I knew he uh, he ran all over the Gamecocks. No Sean Marino. I, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. That's Marino was a was pretty good too. Let's look look at some other running backs here. Sean Alexander, um, Alabama yeah. running back that was really really good. Who's all time? Who would all, who would have to be the all time best running back out of from Vanderbilt? Well, let's let's uh, you know what I'll Google that really quick here. I don't think Vander the only Vanderbilt player that I can really remember off the top of my head is Jay Cutler, and that's because Cutler was an asshole. Um, well, they had a good I mean, running back a few years ago. What was his name? Um, somebody will know. Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He was like five foot seven, I think. Five foot seven, 137 pounds, but was strong as an ox. I'm not knocking the guy. The guy was playing behind probably the worst offensive line in, in the SEC and still managed to get 1,000 yards. So, all right. So, uh, Vanderbilt's all-time leading rusher is Ralph Webb from yeah, 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 yeah. 2017. Yeah. And he ran for 4,100 plus yards. Yeah. He's sick. Holy shit. He's number six all-time in total rushing yards in the conference. Yeah, I remember him. I knew he was good. <laughs> Think about that. But to tell you how how crazy this is. He only made all SEC second team one time. That was in 2016, but ended up well, finishing. Well, I mean, it's all about the name on the jersey. You think it's name on the jersey and it's not production on the field? I mean, because if we're going with just numbers on the field and we have to bow down to the mighty SEC schedule, then he's got to be a top 10 back being that he's got in the top six as far as rushing goes, right? Oh, yeah, you would think. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting, uh, interesting look there. I don't know where Ralph Webb went to. Uh, what about Deuce to, McAllister from Ole Miss? Yeah, he could be in the mix too. A lot of these other running backs, I don't even—I've never heard of him. Zach Stacy, I remember him That's as from twenty-nine. Uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, I was looking at their, and then of course Keyshawn Vaughn. Twyman remembers him. Their team probably lost to him. Yeah. <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn probably. Uh, you know what I remember about Robert Edwards was the uh, the knee injury he suffered in that crazy flag football game where he was doing some kind of beach volleyball or beach game or something and just 
destroyed his knee. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I, re I remember him. Anyway, uh, we can uh, let's take some of your calls on this. I'm going to open up the phones, 803-470-2905. If you have a running back that you think is worthy of being in the top 10, go ahead and uh, – and submit those uh, submit those by calling us on the program. What about here. Larry Roundtree the third? You know, I I like him a lot, but Henry Josie. I mean, see, you're just you're just being a fucko and throwing names at me and making me what think out. here. <clears throat> and I'm fine with that, but it's hard. For, I mean, I like I like Roundtree, but to say that he is a top ten running back all time in the SEC is a little bit far-fetched in my What's opinion. What's that kid's name for Auburn that ran for a fuck ton of yards against them in that SEC championship game? Mm, I don't know. Wait, how long ago was this? 2013. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to trying to remember. I don't you know I don't remember to be completely honest with you. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't remember. But I can tell you that the two names that I think are unequivocally in the top, actually three names, I think you have to go with obviously Herschel Walker and Bo Jackson, and then Darren McFadden's got to be in there in the top three. And then, you know, it gets kind of hard to um, Ronnie Brown. That may be right there. Peg and Megan may be right on that, but. Um, it's kind of hard to, to go back and look at running backs from different eras because, you know, the offenses were different, you know. But um, Herschel Walker could take over a game. Same thing with Bo Jackson. Averaged almost seven yards a carry. Holy shit with all that. That's insane. <clears throat> anyway, so we agree that those three should be in the top ten. Do we put Emmett Smith in the top ten? Oh, Yeah. Okay, so Emmett Smith, so that's so. four. So, all right, so after that, we look at, do we put Kevin Falk, who was um, at LSU, yeah. did all rush for almost 4,600 yards and 46 touchdowns. He's got to be in the top ten, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then Todd Gurley. Okay. Trey right. Mason was – Trey Mason was that kid's name. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he. I mean, he had a good season. I don't think he was. You know. Bluegrass Sports Media says it's Benny Snell. Didn't we already tell him to fuck off with Benny Snell? He just doesn't listen. <laughs> I don't. Know what his problem is? I, I think Falk has to be in in the mix, and I agree agree with Peg and Megan on that. And then with Gurley, that gives us six. That means we got four more spots. And we've got tons of other running backs to look at here. Uh, has, um, has Mississippi State ever produced a decent? Uh, I don't know. We have to. Let me let me look through this. Hold on a second here, and we'll we'll get back to that. I can't really but, think of anybody. I'm just trying to think of teams here that we haven't really talked yep. about. Well, and and you've got all of the Alabama running backs that are that are you know I mean Mark Ingram and. Uh, Richardson and Sean Alexander. Ah, Anthony Dixon. That's the Mississippi State running back. He ran for, let's see here, finished right at 4,000 yards for his career, 42 touchdowns, both school records. So, and when did he yeah. play? He played, let's see here, 2006 to 2009. Well, fuck it, put him in there. So you're putting him in the top ten of all time. Okay. Uh, I would think I mean, so. Wouldn't he have also been coached by Shane Beamer? And I was Beamer there from 06 to 09. I thought he was with South I Carolina think, then. No, I think he was maybe earlier in his career there. Yep. I'm mm. sure he was. So that would definitely, you know, boost him up a little bit. All right. So let's an interesting name to think about is Eric Rett, who rushed yeah, for Florida. Well, he, he rushed for almost 4,200 yards, but had almost 5,400 all-purpose yards. So, 
I mean, do, do you put the all-purpose back in there too? That's kind of interesting too when you really stop and think about it. Um, yeah. All right, so we're running out of top 10 spots here, Jackpot, to be honest yeah. with you. But Nick Chubb, <laughs> Nick Chubb, you would have to kind of consider him to be in there just because, I mean, good Lord. I mean, look what he came back from. Mm-hmm. Ever seen the picture of when he hyperextended his fucking knee? I mean, good God. It's just Yeah, gruesome. that was... God, I don't... Uh, uh, you're making my head... Ugh. Glenn Scott said 2007 <laughs> is when Beamer went to South Carolina. Yep, that's when the magic began. Jesus. I don't even... I mean, you guys are so in love with Shane Beamer. He better you know it. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, you're you're almost at the same level the comrade was with Will Muschamp. I mean, if that turns out to be a shit show, you're gonna have, you're gonna moonwalk that back like. I think at one time like, the comrade would have made sweet <coughs> love to Will Muschamp. He probably still would if you ask him to. He just buy him a drink. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. I mean. <laughs> What happens? In, what happens? What happens in Blythewood stays in Blythewood. Exactly. All right. So, if you want to get in on the running back discussion, there, uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. And jackpot. While we're uh, looking at that, um, two four seven sports put out the biggest revenge games of the season. You know, number one on the list is. Of course, October the eighth with uh, Texas A and M and Alabama, and it's going to be funny because there's going to be a shit ton of hype. I don't know all the other games there's that are going to be, be played. Is there going to be more hype uh, 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 about you know it being a revenge game spot, or is it going to be more hype around these two acting like a couple of petulant babies? Well, yeah, I, I mean you've got two multi-million dollar coaches and. Uh, one of them with, if they decided to, I read something earlier today that if Texas A&M decided, you know what, we don't want Jimbo Fisher here. We bitched about uh, Will Muschamp's buyout at, what, $17 million? If they fire that imbecile at the end of the season, they have to pay him $85 million. Oh, my God. I I'm Serious. That's why it's like everybody's like, oh, well, you know, if, if they go seven and five, he's going to be on the hot. Nope, he's not going to be on the hot. He could go 0 and 12, and they got to look at it from this perspective of we got to give him $85 million. It's almost $86 million. To, to get it under $50 million for his buyout, they have to wait until 2026. So good luck there, AM fans. Guy that can't win you the West. Guy that can't win you the West is you're paying him almost almost $86 million to go away. Holy mm. shit with all that. <clears throat> uh, Jetmex says, but AM insists they're rich. But no, I think the big thing with that's going to be those two going back and forth with each other. And it's going to be like, I guess the best way to put it would be like, uh, and, and my wife would do this to me. She would call me up and be like, you know what? We're going to have like some hot dogs and some, you know, some good old fashioned Southern food at the house. And then I get here and I'm, I'm like on the way home and I'm thinking, man, I can't wait to have a nice chili dog. I get here and it's one of those fake ass hot dogs and made out of fucking carrots. And then huh? uh, you never seen the thing about hot dogs made out of carrots. I'm not joking. I can show you the video. Not on hot dog is a not dog. It's a not dog. Well, that's what it would be. My wife making me uh, thinking I'm getting some good food and then ended up with that bullshit. Let's go out to the phones. Texas A&M, Mr. Boogie said they got the big oil money. Fuck. Okay, well, big oil is so damn prevalent. Why the fuck is my gas so damn expensive? That's a good point, Jackpot. We should blame Texas A&M for the gas prices. They're jacking up those oil prices so where our, our oil's higher. That's the problem. Welcome into the program. Good evening. No, we weren't blaming Jimbo. We were blaming the uh, 
the oil money, not Jimbo. I can't hear the caller. <laughs> you can't hear the caller, Jackpot. All right, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No one can hear him. Yeah. Go ahead, caller. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, what right. he's basically talking about right now is um yeah. hold, hold on one second. I've gotta I've gotta adjust something here. Sorry about that. Give me one second there, uh, caller. Let me fix something, all right? But he's talking about the uh da -da 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 -da. He's talking about. Hold on, we're gonna. I'm gonna adjust something here, jackpot. Give me one second here, buddy. Let me change the settings here for just a second. Do, 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 do. Oh well, that's part of the problem. <laughs> you know, if Tony Tony Schiavone were producing, this wouldn't be happening right now. Yeah, I know. I know, right? All right, caller, go ahead. All right, any better? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All yeah. right, so put it back on silent. Be nice. Holy shit! Go ahead, uh, Um, I, I just want to remind you guys: a few years back, when Ole Miss actually beat Alabama, what were we saying all off season that that was a revenge game? And what happened? Ole Miss turned around and beat them again. Am I not mistaken? Didn't they win two years in a row? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. So. What, but are, are we talking about the, the Ole Miss game where uh, Chad, I like to beat up uh, Beauty Queens Kelly, was out there throwing the ball around? Is that the one you're talking about, that, that set of games? Yeah, but that, that bitch had it coming, by the way. I don't, I don't blame him for that. Oh, um, shit. But, no, I, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, a and is going to put it on Alabama. They're going to get so sick and tired of hearing about everybody telling them Alabama's going to kill them, but – I think uh, Jimbo's going to finally take the West and probably probably take it for the next few years, actually. But um, well, on that list of, of revenge games, yeah. was uh, was was Clemson NC State <laughs> was Clemson NC State on there or? Yeah, well, I haven't I haven't looked at. Um, looked There's at the number. It's number four. Yeah, it's number four on the list. <laughs> Clemson NC State. Look, and, and wow. I know that you, you grew up as a uh, as an SEC guy, but this was um, the textile bowl is what it was called. And I mean, it was like uh, the equivalent, and I'm not saying that they're on the same level as you guys, but on Clemson's schedule, this used to be the same kind of rivalry that you guys had with where uh, Georgia played Auburn every year. But with Clemson, yeah. it was with NC State, and it was the textile bowl, and it used to be some pretty um, – Pretty bitter games between those two teams. So, um, you know, I'll have to take your word for that. Rob. Sure, I don't. I don't expect uh, you to watch. Yeah, you can't. You no, can't I, hey, SEC right. circle jerk to watch. That that'll take. You're the pivot man. You got to be I rainbow in both sides. You can't be. You can't be watching any other football. I understand that. Hey, hey, you brought up um, Eric Red on that list of, of names, and he's yeah. not. He, he's not a top five guy. But a lot of your audience is going to be too young to know who that was. Um, he, you hear people say all the time, "Oh, they get stronger as the game goes on." That guy was the epitome of a running back that no one wanted to hit in the fourth quarter, and um, just just time after time after time, whenever the the old fun and gun wasn't working, uh, Eric Rett would just would just take over a ball game. He was he had a kind of an ugly style, but no one wanted to hit him in the fourth quarter. So. I was kind of surprised anyone brought his name up, but he he was that good. He really all was. Purpose, all purpose I, yardage too. I mean, he he could catch the ball too. He was an early guy on that front where he, he caught passes out in the flat, et cetera. So one of those yeah. guys too. So. Uh, and you know me, I don't hand out compliments to to uh, Gators ever, but he he was that good. He really was. Um, Rob, do you remember? Do you remember, a game, been, um, do you remember a, a game in Willie B? In the early days of South Carolina being the SEC, must have been about '93-ish. And South Carolina, yeah, I think it may have been. And um, South Carolina jumped all over Florida early in that game. We were up on them like 21 to three in the first quarter or something. This was one of the Steve Spurrier 
teams and then like Eric Rett was on that team. And then the, the second half, I mean, they just absolutely just took over and just demolished us. And it was like 40-something to 24, I think. Three, we scored like three more points. He had three touchdowns in the third quarter. That's that's what I, I remember yeah. that stat. He had three touchdowns in the third quarter. And all of you motherfuckers down there, shut up real quick. <laughs> I think the um, quarterback was Nappy Doug out Johnson. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, 90, Matthews. Yeah, 93 was just before Doug Johnson's time. I don't think he would have quite been there yet. Um, but the, the other name is is obviously. Maybe it was Shane Matthews. I don't know. We all could have seen what he really could have done. Without, wait, 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 repeat that. that. Your, your cell dropped there for a second. Repeat that call for me one time. Who was, who was it you said to? The other name is Marcus Lattimore. I think oh, yeah. Pete, anybody who's just a college football fan feels like we all just got robbed with that guy. And, and of course, no one got robbed as bad as he did, but we all wanted to see what he could do because the potential was just through the roof. And obviously, injuries just, just ruined his, his career. It was kind of sad. And as far as being a person, in addition to being a great running back, he was he was a great person, came from uh, – uh, made great grades. I mean, he was literally, uh, what's the term? Uh, he was everybody's All-American. That's the best way to look at it. I mean, and he was the poster boy for South Carolina football, and, and he stepped into it coming out of, uh, I think he went to Burns High School is where he went. Am I yep. right about that? Yeah, he went from Burns in the upstate, came down here, and had, I mean, filled that role quick and was just, I remember the game where the Gamecocks won the East where I think he had – how many carries did he have in that Florida game, Jack? But it had to be 30, right? 30-plus? 30 it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Steve's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not throwing the ball. We're just going to keep giving the ball to him. And he yeah, just – Yeah, like, I don't even think that was necessary to beat that Florida team because they were dumpster fire. Yeah, but you had to have yeah. that game, though, to go to the championship game. So mm – -hmm. Well, Anything Jack, else? Jack Fox, yeah, you may know. What is he up to now? What's he doing? He's didn't uh, he move, what, Rob, didn't he move to like Washington or something? Yeah, he's he's out. He he worked he worked for Oregon at a private school here, and then he was on the Gamecock staff for a bit, like for I think he was doing like player development or or something, and then yeah. he yeah. out. He's out in Oregon doing something now, but um, really, yeah, I mean he's. That that's a guy that'll never pay for a drink in Colombia ever. <laughs> yeah. So well, he ain't probably ain't gonna drink. He probably ain't gonna drink alcohol. Uh, he don't have to pay. For, I tell you what, he won't pay for a steak dinner. That's that's. Uh, I guarantee you, you that. So. Yeah. But yeah, he he was great. You're right about that, there, Craig and Megan. Yeah, just just kind of sad. Just wasted potential. Not not obviously not nothing to do with life choices. Just strictly injury wise, you know, just terrible. But um. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Glenn Scott over the chat room said he does a podcast with Mike Uva. Yeah. Uh, Uva's a good guy, too, man. But um, yeah, Uva gets some good some good stuff together. <laughs> the first time I ever saw him, I was like, okay. Uh, somebody, I was like, why somebody from Virginia? He's from Massachusetts. Welcome into the program. Good evening. How's it going, y'all? Bluegrass Sports Media. All right, all right. If you're calling, sir, to put over Benny Snell, I just don't want to hear it. We already told you. I mean, I don't know. No, I okay. mean, I don't have to put you, over Benny Snell. Benny Snell doesn't run over the whole South Carolina defense. Um, well, he's just be. He's already not run over anybody. We didn't tackle man. very well that day. Yeah, it was nothing that he did. <laughs> nothing he did. Yeah. I think um I think you guys are I think you're what, missing you a Smash Williams and Smash Williams and Tim Riggins. Yeah. I don't know much about them. 
I don't. When I really stop and think about it. What? What? He's talking about smash. He smash said smash and Tim Riggins. And Tim Riggins. What do you think of those? Did he play for the Redskins? Probably. Uh, you can't. You can't call them the Redskins no. anymore, Jackpot. They're. They're the. They're, what are they? The Commandos. I fucking fuck that. No. The Commandos. I, I, Commando means you're not wearing any fucking underwear, and I'm not doing that. They're no, they're Commanders, not Commandos. What the hell. I don't know. Somebody drives around Greenville with a pickup truck and the whole back glass so it's tinted in. They got a big uh, sticker back there. It says something about Redskins forever. <laughs> what the hell's that? I mean, they've got have they got like a they got like a George W. Bush uh, fucking fucking bumper sticker on the car too. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh no, an old mix. I don't know. Uh, kind of uh, odd to see around Greenville, South Carolina, to be honest with you. I mean, actually, there's there was research that's been done that before the Carolina Panthers came to Charlotte, the number one team as far as fan base goes in the state was the Washington Redskins, and uh, the uh, Falcons were behind them as far well, as you know why it probably was. I, I pulled for the Redskins. For a little while, because that's where George Rogers played at. Yeah, I could buy that. That would make sense. Yeah. All right. Are you actually you I mean, other stuff? than Atlanta? Other than Atlanta, too, is it, probably the closest. Uh, the, the closest uh, distance-wise to the upstate. To be honest with you. Yep. At the yep. time, because the Tennessee Titans weren't a thing. Neither were the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the Baltimore, and at one point, Baltimore was in uh, Cleveland. Indianapolis. Yeah. So, we got Rams. Well, no, Baltimore was Cle the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. The, the Cleveland Browns we have now are an expansion team. That's right. Yeah. But, but when you think about um, it, there may be a lot of that because of the way the TV stuff was set up. You got those Redskins games because that's who you were zoned for. You probably yeah. have to watch them every week, sort of like everybody gets the Panthers now. Which, by the way, do better NFL. No one wants to watch those motherfuckers. They're sorry. I used to. Well, the, the Fal when I was growing up, the Falcons blew ass. Yeah. I mean, they were straight they cheeks. On uh, Billy has a question for the caller. Ask him who is Kentucky's revenge game. Oh, that's easy. Here's a layup. Who's your revenge game this season, sir? Georgia. Um, that would that would be a great answer if I could give you that one. If I could say Georgia. That's Georgia. They're going to finally beat them. Yeah, right. There's printed T-shirts they scored on Georgia. I don't want to hear any shit from Kentucky fans on that. Um, But, no, Um, can someone uh, ask Billy when uh, Cardinal Tate signed his letter of attempt for Tennessee? What? You just ask him. I mean, uh, that, that's how it works. He can hear everything you said. You don't have to talk through me, man. Yeah. yeah so, say, hey, Billy. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, Billy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway. And also, can he ask, can I ask football programs to stop driving up all these rates for the NIL for the, all these kids? So that's what's going on, Rob. Tennessee so, so is taking all these minute. kids. Hold on. Let me, let me make sure that I understand something. You're upset. Over NIL money because Kentucky, your fan base, wants all the NIL money to go to basketball players uh, because that's the sport you care about or your fan base cares about. And you're upset that Tennessee's spending more in NIL money? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, no. Listen, listen here's, what, here's what I'm saying. You know, when you go through a breakup and, and you uh, find a girl to – um, are you real? Are you giving me relationship advice? My wife's sitting right here. I, I've got a okay. wife. I don't have to break up with anybody. What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> anyway, from from people don't who have, I'm and, not. I'm know, not anyway. listening to relationship advice. I'm not going to do it. You got to get to okay, the point, my friend. But any, okay, go. Okay, so so the point is, Tennessee is the girl that you use to get the girl you want to make her jealous. That's what's going on right now. Tennessee, all these top recruits are using Tennessee to get more money from other schools. How, how do you figure that? How, how does how does that logic work? 
So they're they're basically because going to Carter, Tennessee and they're telling. So what you're saying is that Tennessee's they they're going there and getting big offers, and then they go to other schools and say, "Well, Tennessee offered me this." Is that what you're saying? Yep. So That's exactly stepping stone. Jesus Christ. Yes, they're stepping stone. They're they're like the offer you get from another job to go back to your current employer to get a raise. Because you, you want to know the crazy thing about all this? We talk about all these recruits and stuff, and in reality, we don't really know if they're going to be really, really good or not. Yes, there is a correlation to having four and five star players, and that's important. But the reality is, you could have some four and five star guys that come to campus, and they may not be worth a flying fuck. Seriously. Jack has got a couple on his team right now. Uwe Ungale is one of Thompson, too. Yeah. He had one. <laughs> one this, this motherfucker is sucked so bad that, I mean, and he was an, he was literally, Walter Smith, uh, their rankings had him listed as a top five draft pick. And this this guy is hitting cheerleaders on the sidelines. So, I mean, that's the funny part. Oh, well, they're getting more NIL money, and these kids may be taking you out of the damn cleaners. Seriously. It definitely could be, but like you said, it's, 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 you like baseball, right? Of course. So more think of it this way. The more four and five stars you have, it's like the more bats you have. I'm so not saying that you're you don't need those, those type of players, but I'm just saying it's hard. Hunter Johnson, Brock with another great quote. Hunter Johnson's in the mix too. I mean, Dabo Sweeney said that he's going to be an NFL quarterback. Fuck. Are you... File that away, Dabo. Jesus. File that away. With yeah, the Deshaun Watson comments about Deshaun's family and – Deshaun's Deshaun's what we want people to think of when they think of Clemson. No, you don't want that shit. <laughs> you don't want any of that shit. Guy's getting well, happy endings according to his damn lawyer and paying for it. Well, I mean, we that's, could get into the quarterbacks at Clemson all we want. Because I don't, I, from my perspective, I don't think Trevor Lawrence got any better from his freshman year to his senior or junior year. Well, well he's the number one pick in the draft, so your opinion means jack shit. Uh, we could talk about uh, yeah, but Birch. yeah, but he would have been he would have been the number one pick coming out as a freshman. Well, Zach Smith over on the uh, the Ohio State podcast says the same thing. He's number one pick and then, in the draft, and so. then you're gonna say Deshaun Watson. Um, I mean, he he keeps pretty much a race to go prospect too. Now that you have a guy you have to develop in DJ Uyunglele, he looks like a complete shit. Actually, so, sir, respectfully, Watson was a four-star player who couldn't get Georgia to okay. offer him until late. So, don't don't talk what you don't know, there, my friend. Yeah, well, that was your that was the boy Mark Rick back then. He he didn't the fuck he was doing. He um, he was a four-star player. He wasn't as highly touted as, as Trevor Lawrence was. He was highly thought of, but no, he wasn't Trevor thought was, to be a first-round pick. Deshaun Watson, go back and look at the first game that he he had against Georgia. Where he threw that rope to Sharon Peak. He was he's six three and he weighed about a buck sixty-five. He looked like he looked like uh, we needed to staple about eight rounds of pork chops on him so he wouldn't die out there in the damn Georgia sun. Okay. So besides Deshaun Watson, can you name a quarterback that they actually developed that got better from their freshman to their senior year? Uh, Charlie Whitehurst. Player. Charlie Whitehurst. Who? Go fuck yourself. Charlie, Charlie Whitehurst. Whitehurst. Were they, Charlie, were they even there? Charlie, you're asking about Clemson quarterbacks that developed Charlie Whitehurst, sir. Please hang up but the phone. But was Debo there? Charlie Whitehurst made more money uh, holding a clipboard than Tim Couch ever dreamed of having. So please hang up the phone. Okay. You're done, sir. No, Have was Dabo there? Did Dabo develop him? That doesn't matter. You said you didn't ask about Dabo developing him. And Dabo's got such a small okay. sample size of quarterbacks. Taj Boyd was better from his freshman year to his senior year. All-time ACC leader in passing. Once again, go home, sir. Taj Boyd was a receiver-playing quarterback. No, he was not a receiver-playing quarterback. Are you out of your mind? What? 
Are you out of your damn mind? He's the no, ACC's I'm not all-time a, leading passer. Receiver playing quarterback. He was he built more like a defensive ball. end. He never played receiver, man. Never took a snap at receiver. Nice Cody try. Stroud got better from his senior year to his senior year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cole Stout. You got you gonna hang out the phone now? Oh, you you guys were the ones that had a shirt. you had you you wanted to talk about the Kelly kid earlier. You guys had him before he went to JUCO, right? He he beat up a Miss America uh, contestant in the parking lot, and Dabo Sweeney had to, uh, you know, tell him to go go fuck himself. So didn't he? Uh, didn't he? Well, hit, uh, supposedly, um, but, but right before he got kicked out of the program, when he was in the uh, the football office or football center or whatever, the rumor was supposedly like, didn't he like slap a? cup of coffee out of Dabo's hand or something. There, There's rumors about all kind of stuff, man. That he did. I would have loved, I would have given him a fist bump for that. <laughs> God damn it. He, he did go to, he did go to old piss and win. We'll give him that. Well, well I mean, with, with the stuff that Deshaun Watson's accused of, I mean, he, that's kind of, beating up a prom queen is kind of light, isn't it? Um, Got a point. Saying, um, okay. I mean, where, where do you want me to go from there? Deshaun Watson, uh, what he's been accused paint, of is, is It was disgusting. kind of a one to paint you in the corner. You're not painting me in a corner. I, I've said from the beginning, the stuff that Deshaun Watson's accused of is fucking insane. What is it, 76 massage therapists in eight months? I mean, you got a problem. Seriously. How is, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around... I mean, good God. I mean, how do you get around to that many massage therapists? And how are there even that many in one fucking area? I mean, my God. It's why, that's why he was flying them in from it. He was literally going on the on Instagram and just just searching for massage therapists, finding the one uh-huh. that he liked as far as how they look, and then going and uh, saying, you know, hey, I'll fly you from Atlanta to Houston. Here you go. And the women would be like, okay. And then they'd get on the plane and then go out there. And it's like, wait a minute, an NFL player pays for you to go there. You probably should think, all right, maybe this is going to happen. But in the end, if the woman told him, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not down for that. Then fucking, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. Jack right. Mack says, yeah, who doesn't wrong. get a chubby Perfect. during a massage? Uh, me, never had one. You never had a massage? No. Why not? I had one. I feel fucking uh, all oily and shit afterwards. I don't even like it. I did. I did a, a couple of massage with the wife. That was pretty good. What? <clears throat> the wife set it up. We went. It was great. That may. You know what? We may. We may buy. A, if if South Carolina wins ten if you games, draw probably, wood. No, the wife's sitting there. It's, it's kind of like that. What are you talking about? It doesn't That's matter. Not- I mean. Holy shit, y'all! <laughs> we, I, if South Carolina wins ten games, we should put money together to get jackpot a massage. There you go. And I hope the guy looks like sure, Dennis. You'll Wilson. be saving your money. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, ten ten just seems unobtainable for South Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, everybody their schedule said- is brutal. Everybody said they couldn't win seven last year. Vegas had them at fucking what three and a half wins last year, and Shane Beamer shit on that. Yeah, but that ten win, that ten win is just—it's—it's it's a very hard threshold to break. Just ask Tennessee. I mean, the hell, they ain't did it since the Bush administration. T- Tennessee's got a national title though, something Kentucky has never had. They've also got SEC titles. Kentucky doesn't have any of those either. So shh. Oh, so did they do that before the invention of the iPhone or after? You've never done it, ever, ever. Actually, that's like, not true. History, we, have one, we have one in 1956. You don't have an SEC title, I don't believe. We have Tulane a national has, championship and an SEC Tulane, title. Tulane has more SEC titles than you do. Hang up the phone. I'm pretty sure we have a, we have a national championship in 1956. Now, there may be one like Alabama that claimed it, but Let's we have a national championship here. in 1950-something. Didn't Bear Bryant win a national championship at Kentucky? I think. Oh, you win one. Uh, no, I don't think he did. 
I don't know. I'm looking know, it up right now I because got, I don't think Kentucky has an SEC football championship by team. Let me make sure here. Yeah, so I think they, I think they, I know they. All right, so I'm looking at it right now. I'm the, this is uh, uh actually you're right. Kentucky has two. I apologize. You still don't have as many as Tulane yeah. or Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has five, by the way. Georgia Tech has five that's, that's uh, very SEC cool. titles. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech should have kept running the option. Kentucky had a title in 1950. I'm trying to find the the, the year. Kentucky had one in 1950 and oh, and in 1976 they split a title with Georgia, but we don't count. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. And those titles and those titles are just as relevant as the one that um, Tennessee won in '98 or '99, where the fuck it was. So, um, sir, respectfully, since 1976, like Tennessee has what? As far as SEC titles, they've got one, two, three, four. I mean, they've got they got four since okay. you had your last you- one, so. What? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You wanted? Do we need to go over that? Your last one was in '76. No, they won in '85. So, they won in '90. They won in '97, and they won in '98. They have four titles since so you got your last so what you're one. Telling which me, was a split. Yeah, that's very that's very cool. What you're telling me is they haven't won a title. See titles, brother. You haven't won. You haven't won a title since like people were running around doing the disco demolition stuff, man. Yep. The bicentennial. I, I just. You should. But we're we're phone. a basketball school. You are a basketball school. So why are you calling during the when we're starting football season? Because we're a top fifteen football team right now. You're not a top. Harry. Look at that. Boss Ross no, has Georgia Tech headed in the right direction. Look, Rodriguez is a bit, and y'all, y'all aren't going to be worth a fuck, man. He's not sitting. I don't think he's going to sit. Well, he should. You should I think he makes like it. The, that. I think. Uh, well, I agree with you. He, he, should. he should go to. He should um, go to AA meetings. That motherfucker was on the jackpot drinking plan, and he wasn't at home. Jackpot. <laughs> he drank at the house. I bet you. Hey, you know what? When he was in that, when he was in that jail cell, he probably looked a lot like Jackpot in that Vandy game. No, he didn't. He was he was drunk yeah, on tequila in a bourbon like state. He was probably trying to trying to fight somebody, thinking they took the worm or some shit. I, I would like to. I would like to. If we had like a sadness meter, I would like to test him in the jail cell and Jackpot when they were about to lose to Vandy and see which one was more upset. I'm going to go with Jackpot. Why are you trying to kick Jackpot when he's down? What's wrong with him? He's not down. They won. He was down that day. He was upstairs. I was very. All right. Yeah, that was was a good time. Uh, Frothy Tavern says, you are Will Levis's fluffer. That's a good point. (laughs) Hey, have a good night, Will Levis doesn't need a fluff. Will Levis doesn't need a fluffer. He's hard all the time. Oh, Jesus. Fuck is that? What a, what a... <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just realized what he said. Jesus Christ. That's some fuckery right there. All right. Uh, final call for calls 803 470 2905. 803 470 2905. Frothy Tavern says Jackpot was comedic gold during UGA game last year, calling the chat fucking fucks repeatedly. <laughs> I, I remember that. Lee says he's given Jackpot a four on friendliness and a five on appearance. That that, that goes to uh, the Rockabelly channel, which you should be subscribed to, by the way. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to Rockabelly864. We we put a new review on there tonight, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Just finished uploading for the show. Rockabelly all night long. Rockabelly sing your song tonight. Uh, the Rockabilly uh, food reviews are uh, fucking outstanding. All right, let's take another call here. 
welcome to the program. Good evening. Yeah, this is Billy. How are you doing? Hi, Billy. You're not going to yell at me tonight, are you? No, sir. I'm sorry okay, for doing that back then. Again. I'm picking at you. But anyway, go ahead. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh. Are you I'm, arguing uh, with the are you arguing with the wife like right when you called? And you're just telling her, hey, I'm not gonna cuss out that that poor sweet man from South Carolina like I did last time. Is that what's what happening here? Said. She said, Don't don't cuss hey, out uh, that poor sweet man right there. He is a nice guy, and uh I oh, would yeah. let him come to the house and cut the grass. Yeah. Hey, uh just back to Kentucky fan there, bluegrass sure. on his one natty in nineteen fifty. Ask him to go check the Tennessee score. Bear Bryant at Kentucky never beat General Nadlin. The year they won their natty, Tennessee shut them out. <laughs> uh, being a smart ass. But... Yes, I was. I was I'm... four years old at the time. It was cold as hell, too. Shit. All I can't right, believe well... he calls in and wants to talk crap. I mean, he's got an Alabama ego with the Vanderbilt trophy case in football. Jeepers. Carnell Tate, know. so what? Tennessee's ranked 13th in 23 recruiting. That doesn't mean anything. And the K Kentucky's at 45. Woo woo. They were really signing them up. Who wants to play a field called Kroger Field? <laughs> well, I heard that they have like, um, I heard that they have the, uh, like the Kroger, Kroger sushi thing that like some people like that. I don't know. Not, I, I don't know. I'm just being honest. I don't know. Hold on, I was I wanted to look at something mm. really quick here while we got you because you mentioned that they're what forty fifth in recruiting for the twenty twenty three set. Forty fifth. Forty fifth. So they they got seven people. <laughs> yeah, but I can't hear um, you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You can hear me now, right? Right. Okay. All right. Um, Vanderbilt is ranked higher in the recruiting class. Than Kentucky. I Just think so. Here, let me get over to it. Now, and I'm, we'll I'm run looking it down at it. I'm quick. looking at it right now. Number one is yeah. Georgia. Arkansas is two, Tennessee three, Alabama four. This is in the conference, by the way. Uh Florida at five. Oh, uh, I was looking six. national 24-7. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. But I'm looking at just the uh the the SEC, and they're ranked sixth in the conference. So oh, yeah. Which means that they're, I mean, we can look at all of them. We can see exactly where, I mean, we know that Vanderbilt's ranked higher than they are. Let's see how far we have to go down. Go to 24 7. All, all that's, the what I'm, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at all the schools right now. Uh, Vanderbilt is ranked 42nd. Kentucky is 45th. <laughs> I, 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 I just report facts, sir. Yeah. But like you say, you it go. doesn't matter till the, Ink hits the paper and dries, and then it actually it actually doesn't matter until they get on the field and they realize uh, there are athletes out here that are just as athletic as I am, and how they yep. how they're and able to uh, to play against the same level of talent instead of running over little boys, which is what they were doing at high yeah. school. So well, who gives them the star ratings anyway? I've never figured that out. How does that work? I, you know, I'm going to put that together and, and figure out exactly how some of this stuff goes because there is a swing on some of these things. And I've noticed it with uh, the way that I've covered South Carolina in the years where if a player signs with South Carolina, for some reason, their star ratings change. They could have, yeah. have a four-star guy. something to that. And all of a sudden, they drop to being a three-star just because they committed to South Carolina. I don't know what the hell changed in them. How were they a four star huh. yesterday, and then two weeks later they're, you know, they're a three star? It doesn't make any damn sense. Oh, it's it's a oh, I thought we were calling and 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 whine about uh, uh, Rodriguez getting disciplined worse than any other school. <laughs> uh, well, I think Jackpot said oh, it best. Okay. Was it Jack? But did you say that Jackpot? Don't drink tequila in a bourbon state. Mm -hmm. That's basically. No, you said that. I just said he must have been don't drive on. Um, and don't drive on campus. Yeah, don't and drive don't drive on campus. campus. <laughs> That's a good point, man. 
Hey, All right, but, I can yeah. tell you one better than that. I'm going to tell you one better than that. I'm going to tell sure. on Tennessee. I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm going to tell this. All right. About 15 years ago, four Tennessee players, and this is not a joke. This is true. They went and robbed the 7-Eleven right off the campus. I mean, right next to the campus. Now, what's bad about it is they had stockings on. This is a true story. They had stockings over their head. And they had their football jerseys on, but their names were on the back and their numbers. <laughs> Who did that? What 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 year was Tennessee. that, sir? Do you remember when that was? I don't know. It was about it was about fifteen twenty years ago. Oh oh, oh yeah, that? it happened. Yes, so, sir. Tennessee they sure did. did they that, so. not only did they rob a seven lamp, they robbed it right off the campus. Who did that? The Tennessee but, Tennessee players. I thought. They had, they had their jerseys. They had their jerseys on with their name on the back. Dumbass. Okay, that's uh. Dude, that happened. I'm trying, I, I'm mean, trying I mean, I mean, why? Do you have, I mean, so four dudes robbed the seven. I mean, how much? You mean Bernard you King, right? Bernard King, great basketball player. Y'all uh, breaking up? Yeah, no, we're good. Oh, go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. It's it's uh. You know, but Bernard King got kicked off the basketball game after a game. He got calling stealing cassette decks out of the cars in the parking lot. What the fuck? All right. Well, I'm I'm reading the story about this now. This is from 2009. Uh, let's see. Oh here. yeah. I told you it's true. I, I know. Three players in a Tennessee supercharger, three counts of attempted armed robbery and an incident at a pilot gas station near campus. Nikizi Richardson, Mike Edwards, and starting safety, Jansen Jackson. Um, let's see here. We're gathering all the information, blah, blah, blah. They, let's see. They said they were approached by two men wearing black hoodies. They were sitting in a car. A man opened the door, brandished a handgun, said, give me everything you have. Give us everything you got. I could tell he wasn't going to shoot me. He didn't have too much authority is what one says. The victim said they showed the men their empty wallets. We ain't got nothing this but a cheeseburger, a Smith said. Oh, well, oh, you had more than one incident where you're robbing people. Okay. I can't. Uh, I can't hear you. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at it. This is where, yeah, this is like right there near campus at a pilot gas station. Now, I'm looking, there's, that's the one where they didn't get anything but a cheeseburger is what, is what it said. So hold on. Let me see if I can find something else here. This is from 2009. Well, Luke Bryant's also adding the information. He said they had pellet guns and they robbed the police with BB guns. Well, it be a cop and get robbed. Was it on the interstate? Because pilot gas stations are usually on interstate, not like, I don't know. Good point. I'm thinking the incident was at a 7-Eleven next to the campus. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now, but uh, that's that's what we got. So, but it was it, it was during Lane Kiffin's time there, right? Yep. Oh, no, no, no. It was a lot longer than this. It was oh, way okay. back. Way back. 2009 uh, was Elaine Kiffin's year. Mm. Yeah. No, maybe not. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for leaving. He went home. He went to his home, Los Angeles. I mean, Los Angeles or Knoxville. He went home. I'd rather go to Knoxville. Big deal. I'm not going out there. Who he was only there what one year? Yeah. Uh yeah, and he's there with his dad, and you know, they did okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, all these people that want to burn him in effigy and stuff. Jeez. Yeah, then there was, then there was Lionel, right? What's that? Was was Lyle Lyle was after him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Dooley was before Kiffin. Fuck, I forgot about no, he was after. I forgot about his ass. Yeah. I think Lyle's at Arkansas State. But he was a yeah, winner at fucking out there too. Yeah, well, Tennessee's had like, I mean, this uh this Chucky Beaver guy they've got now, I mean, he he's he's been better than anybody they've had in a long time. You gotta give him credit for that. Even though Purdue they have to leave him again. alone. If fans will leave him alone and let him be there for four years, just like Shane Beamer at South Carolina, leave him there for four years. I think that I think South chance. Carolina, South Carolina fans are more patient than Tennessee fans. I'll put that out there. 
I agree. Yeah, we we put up with Will Muschamp way well. At the administration put up with his shit way longer than I would have. He would have been fired in 2019. You know, if you can't win at Florida, what makes you he think would've, he would have been fired by me actually for not scoring a fucking point against Virginia in the damn belt bowl? Yeah, I, I remember that 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 game, and it was like after that game was where he he hung players out to dry in the press, was just saying shit about um, who was the guy that ended up playing for the Chiefs. He basically just hung that guy out to oh, dry. Um, Fenton. Yeah, Rashad Fenton, who ended up playing for the Chiefs and made the Pro Bowl, so it's not like he was a bum. And he basically, on his final game, he got hurt. Now, the bum was the guy giving the press conference. Yeah, and, and he called him. He was talking about, you know, he was railing the kid who was actually hurting the game. I'm like, and that's the last yeah. thing this kid's going to have is you fucking shitting on him as, as he finishes out his senior year at South Carolina. What about him? Um, trying to, what about him defending that shitbag coach at Maryland, who's that kid died? DJ Durkin. He loved DJ Durkin. Oh, you yeah. couldn't question him about DJ Durkin, and it's like seeing like some people There's get no credibility in anonymous sources, right? But here, here's here's the thing with that: a young man died under his watch, and when you have you're responsible for the entire football program, if you're uh, if your uh, conditioning coach runs a guy literally to death, then that's on you as a person yep. too. So, and, and, you know, comrade used to get shitting with me about that. And I'm like, no, no, no. DJ Durkin's a shithead. Maryland even yep. said, we are financially responsible for this. The president of the university. And then Will Muschamp, like two weeks later, is talking about, well, anonymous sources. No, no. The University of Maryland said they're financially responsible because of the idiotness that was DJ Durkin. That guy's a shithead. I mean, terrible. All right. W w one more anecdotal story here since sure. uh, uh, Carolina Jackpot mentioned Jalen Hurd when he was playing with uh, uh, Butch Jones and he didn't go back in. You know, Jalen Hurd, you know, he only needed like four or 500 more yards to be Tennessee's all time leading rusher. Now, who was who was his backup? This is a trivia question. His backup was no less than Alvin Kamara. Can you believe that? He had Alvin Kamara sitting on the bench. I still think the weirdest uh, the weirdest backup story was at Florida, where uh, Tim Tebow's backup was Cam Newton. <laughs> it's like fuck. And then Newton decided to steal a laptop. When the cops came, he threw it out of his dorm room and had to go to junior college. Threw it out the window like well, there was more. There was more problems. He had academic problems, and he was fixed well, to meet the student advisory board, and they was fixed. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, but he had Ur to go. Urban, Urban Meyer would have gotten him out of that. If he didn't throw the laptop and the cops saw it go flying like a damn Frisbee, he would have been able to stay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Jet Max in here. Did, did you know there were over 40 arrests in Gainesville during Urban's time that we yeah. know of? And, and no one gave a shit. Of. They were winning national titles and doing the old cop yeah. block to, uh, to beat South Carolina. I don't know if the, if the, if the Rodriguez statue is, is up yet or not. I think they were still working on it. That's harsh. All right, Billy. Have a great night, man. Later. Good night, guys. Right. Great show. Thank you, buddy. All right, Jackpot. We've had a good show, man. Uh, let's wrap it up, buddy. It's late. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll be back at it on Sunday, and we'll uh, we'll have some more silliness that we'll get into here on uh, on the program. Thank you guys for checking out the show. We'll see you later on.